180 Fit. Answers to all your health, fitness, and life questions. Monday Motivation, Wednesday Workouts, and Friday Fit Forever. This is your host, Jen Plykin, with occasional guests. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome, 180 Fit. Welcome to Monday Mindset. And motivation, and we are on part nine of our series, A Worthy Life, getting to the end of our lives, looking back, and knowing that we've played full out. And today's is, um, gosh, this one's so, this one is so dear to my heart. Have you ever, um, have you ever looked in the mirror and wondered, this is not what's supposed to be, or how did I get here, or who am I? Have you ever wondered what happened? Life was not supposed to be this way. Have you ever felt like you've maybe quieted yourself or limited yourself or changed yourself or just maybe just didn't share all of yourself with this world because it's been known as too much or not accepting? Have you been through abuse or being down or discouraged? You have, then my goodness, today is going to speak to you because today... The only way we can have a worthy life is to be authentically ourselves. And I remember my journey well. I was on on my couch and um, tears streaming down my face, and just you know where the flow is so hard, you can't. You, there's no way you can wipe them off. They just start soaking you. And I was just crying, and I was mad, and I was done. And I was just sick and tired of life beating me down and me trying so hard and not making any progress and not not getting to the place where I knew I wanted to be. And I was like, why? Why can I not get there? I tried to do things right so many times. I tried to live right. I tried to go the right direction. I'm tired of being beat down. I'm tired of things not working out. And in my tears, I suddenly had this thought. It was like I saw this illustration of, of what if I've been doing it all wrong? And I remember um, thinking about how the different things I've tried. And then I was going back and like all the different ways I've tried to like better myself and do things. I'm like, they keep leaving, leading to the same dead end. I'm like, it's like it's disguised. It's like one road has, has bushes and the other one has trees, but it's still leading me to the same dead end. And then I realized, in each circumstance, I was listening to other people. And maybe I just need to listen to me. Maybe my problem wasn't other people. Maybe it was me. I remember going to the mirror in my bathroom, wiping my tears and going, you're the problem. That's the answer. You're the problem. Because you see, I didn't need to go down some other people's journey. I needed to go down mine. I needed a road back to me. And it was in that moment that I did my own 180. It's in that moment that the 180 fit body mind method was was sudden. I mean, that's where all of this comes from. Was from that devastating moment on the couch when I was contemplating suicide, you guys. And I went. And I stumbled through this path of trying to find this road back to me because it was uncharted territory. It's not something that other people tell you. It's not common. It's not things I talk about, things that I say, and things I do are not common out there. They're not what the world's going to tell you because I don't put fluff on things. I tend to be a rebel anyway. So I'm a rebel when it comes to this world's way of doing things, which I think is a good thing. 
His world will just want your money. They don't care that much about your heart. They don't care about who you are. They know how to stir up your emotions so you can spend money with them. But how do they really deal with your heart? Are you really getting true, doable, sustainable, and lasting results? And if not, then you're with the wrong people. I was doing that. And finally, throughout my time of stumbling and falling, I finally reached this place where I got it. Like, I, looking back, it was the hardest journey of my entire life, you guys. I thought leaving an abusive relationship and marriage and, man, I thought, gosh, so many times in my life I go through it were hard. But nothing as hard as this because I had to face my own demons. I had to face myself. I had to find and struggle who I truly was again. But I did it. I used to always think, wouldn't it be nice if there was a way that someone could just show me what to do? But the thing is, there wasn't a way out there. So I created it. One Fit Body Mind Method. There's a, there's a means and a way that we become authentically thriving people from a place of stuck. There's a road back to you. Like, just like there was a road back to me. And there's certain things, when implemented correctly, can get you there. And so today I'm going to talk about us being authentically us. Why it's so important. Why it's hands down one of the most important things we have to do. Why we can't skip this step. Why we need this. If we get this wrong, then we'll be living someone else's dream and not our own. And if you're someone who needs, who, like, if this resonates with you, if you're like, Jenna, I need a 180, reach out to me for my empowerment coaching. There's great deals on it right now. There's really so many people need it. Or if you need, if you want, I'm, I have a whole, whole masterclass on this about to be released. The Reboot You. Make sure you get on my, uh, my newsletter list. I do one, one thing a week. It's a newsletter that comes out. Or you can get on my t- daily positive texting service. But either way, like, make sure you, you get on my, my newsletter. I don't believe in spam. You're not going to be able to spam, but you will be aware of what, what's going on, what the free stuff is, what some stuff you can get, um, ways that you can spread to others, ways you can earn, or ways you can even earn money by helping me get my word out there. So there's lots of things on that newsletter. It's all meant to move you forward in life and not hinder you and be a waste of time. I don't believe in doing that. So if that's you, if you want to be part of my newsletter, um, I'm going to be starting to do a link here eventually. I haven't gotten to it yet. So for now, if there's a link in the show notes, that means I've created a link for you to automatically sign up for my newsletter. Um, but I like to kind of respond to each one of you personally. Uh, it's just the way I am, personal person. And so go ahead and message me um, at 180fit, F-I-T, at gogenfitness.com. That'll be in the show notes. And let me know, just say newsletter, and I'll respond to you and let you know I got. And then just, one, like I said, once a week, you'll get a bunch of spam from me. But anyway, let's, so I'm so passionate about this. Can you guys tell? <laughs> So let's talk about authentic living and, and the clip note version I can give you because this is really an in-depth, very in-depth part of like what I do. And so I could really go into a lot of detail here, but this, I'm going to give you the cliff note version of really what this looks like, how you can do it, and um, why it's important. So really, it's choosing to accept ourselves is what it is. And some people would say that's a cop-out, but it's no cop-out. So... You know, self-acceptance is crucial to personal contentment. If we want to be happy with our life that we have, then that we've created for ourselves, we have to accept ourselves. And there are no, you know, <laughs> there's no other way about it. Personal contentment is definitely not going to happen unless we accept ourselves. That the ugly, 
the things that maybe we regret, the hurts, the pain, the parts we wish we could change, all of it. It doesn't come easy, though, for people. We put up all sorts of barriers against self-acceptance. We don't intentionally put those up, and it's not like we wake up one day and decide uh, to sabotage our personal happiness, right, and our ability to experience joy and live a worthy life. Instead, they kind of creep up on us. We pick them up along the way. Oftentimes, we don't know where they come from or triggers them all. Still, there's no getting around the fact that they hold us down and keep us back from fully accepting ourselves. Um, three of the most common reasons we give ourselves give give ourselves um, for not engaging in self acceptance are ones like that. So accepting yourself is a cop out. So our common mindset, or sometimes what we assume about self acceptance, is that it's some sort of like cop out. You're not supposed to accept yourself. You're supposed to strive for better. Life is about striving. It's all about struggle. Rise up. Become better. Moment by moment. Day by day. The moment you accept yourself. You're basically copying out, is what the world will tell you. You give yourself a reason not to try to improve. It's some sort of feel-good mantra that really doesn't mean, mean anything. No way is it a cop-out. Self-acceptance is not a cop-out. Like, accepting ourselves in no way is that way. It's, it's embracing ourselves, our flaws and all, and all. It's looking at ourselves and realizing that I can love myself in the midst of my struggle, in the midst of what I'm trying to change to become better. All right, um, you're lowering your standards if you accept yourself is another way. Another barrier we put up against self-acceptance is the idea that um, it's an act of somehow lowering the goalpost. Somehow, some way, we um, can't make it that normal. You just don't have it in you. So you lower your standards when you accept yourself who you are. You don't want to be something bigger. You don't want to be something better. You lower your standards. This is a very toxic barrier against self-acceptance. Who wants to feel that they're not living up to high standards? Who wants to feel that the one thing they're constantly aiming for is too low? So we forget about this idea of self-acceptance. Instead, we hang onto our standards, but they actually end up working against us at this point. Okay, And then next, you are being weak and caving in. Another common reason people can't give themselves... um, Another reason give themselves as to why they can't accept themselves is that they are this idea of weakness. It's easy to think that there is something romantic and noble of being strong and trying to be strong. It's nice to see yourself fighting against the army that have problems in life and just pushing back at all odds. That eventually, though, after the struggle of strife and sacrifice, will come out on top, right? That's a nice romantic picture, but life usually does not end up that way because ultimately you run out of steam. We lose the battle because we're trying to do something do something that we're not supposed to be doing, right? We try to keep going. We try, we try to be this thing that we're not even supposed to be. In fact, it's a sign of strength when you realize that you are worthy of acceptance. It's a sign of maturity, not some sort of personal defeat or weakness or inadequacy. So self-acceptance actually means understanding your limits. The truth is the world is limited. I know that's not what you're supposed to say. That's definitely not what you're supposed to believe. We're supposed to think that the world is limitless. After all, right? That there's even this tremendous sense of possibility out there. That we should live our lives and sense this amazing call of adventure. And I'm not saying that you can't be the person you want. I'm not saying you can't go after your dreams and hopes. But the thing is, we tend to chase the wrong ones when we're not living within ourselves. Nobody's given the same hand to play. Not everyone has 
has made the right decisions, while it's true that we all start out with the same amount of potential as we live our lives, our decisions can actually change, even change that potential. You know, we, uh, we, our decisions in life, the journey that we're on can actually change different ways and different things that we're meant to go out there. Um, does that mean that we miss out on opportunities? But it means that our life, we have our life to live. And if I'm going after what somebody else is, if I'm like, oh, I want to be just like so-and-so. So then I start going after the same things as that person. Am I, are they in line with my true self? You know, we have to understand our limits, who we were meant to be. I'm never going to be a basketball player. I'm sorry, a, a pro basketball player. I'm not going to go make slam dunks. Okay, that's not something I'm going to do. I am never going to be married for 50 years to one guy, okay? Unless I live to be really, really old. I That opportunity is gone for me because I'm divorced and I'm 40. Right? And I had to accept the fact that I would never have that with somebody. That was hard for me. Okay? I'm not going to go out there and chase that. So sometimes things that happen in life, they tweak, they adjust, like uh, these things that we might want. Okay? But I had to accept and love myself in my, in my like, aloneness, in my singleness, and in all of that things. I have to learn to love myself and accept myself and realize that who I am and, and, what this means for me and what doors this opens for me that's in line with my true self. You know, um, self-acceptance is all about understanding the limits that exist. You know, it's... It's the precise kind of opposite of continuing to believe that we basically have a blank check in life, if I could put it that way. Because um, blank check means it's like a lottery mindset. You're basically thinking that despite the habits that you picked up along the way, and the consequences of your decisions, who you are, your true self, all those things, your chance of producing results are the same as everybody else. This may happen from time to time, kind of like winning the lottery, but it's usually a bad idea to plan your life around winning the lottery. You have to focus on what's probable. And this is where understanding your limits and accepting them comes in. So... Self-acceptance means choosing your base of strength and competency. So I'm sure by this point after the discussion here, uh, maybe you feel depressed or discouraged. Well, the truth is it should be, can be discouraging, can be depressing at times, but it can also set you free, okay? And all I, I used to always say, I just want to be free, man. Well, I told you, it, what people tell you in this world is wrong, you guys. It's so wrong, and that's why we're not getting the results we want. When we understand that limits do exist and that there's a context to these limits, then we can focus on what we have and who we are. We have to understand that we have limits. is not the same as having nothing to work with. Okay, let's get that clear. There are people on this planet who have physical limitations. No limbs, serious health problems. But despite those limits, they're able to achieve a lot. Okay? How come? Well, they look at the limits and they accept them, right? And in the process, they accept that they actually have a lot of strength to build on and, and they can work on that. And from there, they continue to build and build and build and build and build. We see people who have defied thoughts time and time again, but it's not because they didn't first accept their... They had to look and they accept where they were and who they are. They accept... You know, we have to accept our messy past. You know, 
accepting and understanding our limits and choosing to base our strength and competency like on where we are like that brutally honest again get brutally honest with yourself happens right here this is the foundation to living an authentic life a life that's worthy a life that we can play full out another thing that you know limits can you know be transcended but I, the problem in that is that a lot of people start with the end first. Um, if we focus on the fact that limits can be transcended, this was true in the past, this is true now, and it will continue to be true in the future, okay? But we cannot base our self-acceptance on this fact that comes last. So we focus first on overcoming our reasons against self-acceptance. Once we're able to do that, then we have to understand our limits, then we choose to base our strength and competency on the reality of our limits. Then and only then can we start thinking about transcending those limits, okay? So it's really hard to transcend our limits when we don't have a base built of strength and competency. You know, um, if, you know, it's like, it's like the saying, don't put the cart before the horse, right? So how does this work, Jen? Well, you have to accept your limits right now. So if you understand that growth means transcendence, in other words, understand your limits, work within them, you master what you can control, then you build up. The next step is to push back against the walls of your comfort zone once you have become competent, right? The key is increasing competence. This is not something that happens to you because you willed it, though. You don't just wake up one day and all of a sudden this amazing competence level falls into your lap. It doesn't work that way. Instead, when you first start with the limitations, and become at peace with those limitations. You start to focus on the things you can control. You start mastering them. They turn into your source of strength. You become more and more competent. And then once you're able to do this, you can push against the walls of your comfort zone. So really the goal here is to become mature, okay? Maturity is defined by how far we progress from our base strength of competency. In other words, you first understand your limits, you start there. Build your level of maturity is measured by how far you can go from initial understanding to where you end up at, okay? Everybody has to come to grips with the fact that we are limited. We cannot have it all, nor can we start with everything. But the moment we understand our limits, then we start to build a base. Because as we push back against our comfort zone, we figure things out and we connect the dots and detect patterns. And when things become possible, we become stronger and more competent. We're able to solve more problems. People come up, you know, some people come to us to even solve their problems, right? So hear me out here because I know that I'm going to get some pushback from this. I'm not saying that you cannot go out there and authentic living, it means that you're completely limited to who you become. I'm saying that authentic living has to start with that road back to you where you say, this is me and I understand my limits. I understand certain things in my life and I'm fine with that. I live at this level within it. Because there's certain things you have to do at that point to fully accept yourself and fully thrive. And if we can't thrive and where we're at with our limitations, how are we ever going to really defy the odds and go after other things? We can't. So a worthy life cannot happen until we live in this area of authentic living where we fully accept ourselves and fully see ourselves for what it is and do certain things in this time. And then we can push on. We have a bad course. We always want the, you know, we want to have the prize in our hand before we even run the race. And then, of course, within this, like, you know, key, key here is 
when we really look at ourselves, when we really can sit within ourselves and notice our limitations and work within them and really um, eventually move beyond them. But during that time, you know what I said, it was important to sit within that time of when you realize your own limitations, when you get brutally honest with yourself. Really the key is like we have to have that self-acceptance, you know, because self-acceptance is crucial to self-respect and self-love. And we need to have those within that time. And we can't can't respect ourselves if we don't accept ourselves. Respect is earned, right? So how can you earn respect from yourself when you don't even even accept yourself? We're playing all sorts of games. We're trying to be somebody else. We're holding ourselves up to the ridiculous standards and we're trying to fill our head with all sorts of ideas that don't make sense as you know, as far as our lives go. Self-respect is crucial because it if we don't have that, it's too easy for others to treat us like a doormat. Story of my life, period. Not anymore. It's too easy for people to take you for granted, abuse you, or play games with you, and lie to you. Respect is all about drawing boundaries and expecting and living up to obligations. But little of that is possible if we cannot get ourselves to accept ourselves. So you cannot love yourself if you don't accept yourself. If you think gaining self-respect is bad enough, it gets even worse on self-love, right? Self-love is crucial for any kind of success in life. Without self-love, it's not just going to work out. Forget it. Trust me, it's not going to happen. I tried. Unfortunately, you cannot love yourself if you don't accept yourself. How can you? Love means trust. It means acceptance. You don't trust yourself because you're not who you want to be. You don't accept yourself because you don't have what you think you should have. And without self-love, you cannot master yourself. You cannot spend enough time and attention to detail on yourself, to make yourself a better person. It's not going to happen. You're always going to be running around because you hate yourself. You're not happy with it. You're trying to be somebody else. You're trying to live their people's lives. You're trying to live up to their expectations. You're doing all these things, running around in circles, chasing your tail because you do not love yourself. And it all comes back to self-acceptance. Self-respect leads to personal boundaries and and autonomy. Um, When you respect yourself, you have boundaries, right? You know who you are and who you're not. You know what you're capable of and what you're not. Okay, that's the beginning of power, you guys. Trust me, I was like thought it was going to be horrible. Because when you know what you're working on, you're putting yourself into a better position to control your assets. This enables you to invest your time better, which makes it harder for others to take advantage of you. All the things are harder for others to abuse you, okay? So self-love leads to mastery. When we love ourselves fully, you know, and truly, you're not... You know, you're not loving yourself to the extent that you've become a horrible person. It's that you, self-love leads you to self-improvement because you discover your passions. You find out your true pride, true source of pride. Like, true things that you can be, like, proud of yourself in. Not prideful. And from those, we figure out an area of competence, okay? When we love ourselves enough to know that we're good at certain things and we invest enough time, effort, and attention to build them up and build their value, this enables us to develop a healthier identity. Because when we master certain things, when we're competent with certain things, we're not running around trying to be all things to all people. We're not trying to master everything. We just focus on who we truly are. And this is where we develop, you know, real kind of pride or real pride in ourselves. But I don't want to talk, I'm not talking about like the prideful, the prideful like a haughty, okay? It's written in confidence. No one can take it away from us. Because no one can take this. No one can take away from me ever again who I am. Okay? People try to water it down. Have tried to destroy in the past. They try to change me. But I'm not. No one's taking away now. Because I'm grounded in it now. I'm not changing. This is who I am. 
And so, you know, even they ridicule me, it, it doesn't matter. And maybe it hurts, but it doesn't matter anymore. I'm not going to stop living my truth. I'm not going to stop getting out there and speaking truth and going against what the world says. Um, you know, this mastery, though, has to be built on the cornerstone uh, of self-love. You know, we have to let go of this perfection, you know, because perfection is a standard. That's all it is. It's not a destination. Okay? Don't think that you will somehow become perfect or the idea will enter your head if you put enough work, you'll be perfect. I tried. Perfection was like my theme for this year, you guys. This tells you how real this is for me. Is consistent progress over perfection. That's my theme phrase for this year. Okay? So that says a lot. Because all we do is chase our tail. And we run us off ragged, and we're going to burn out. And the end of, end of our life and our journey, we do have to show for it. A whole lot of nothing. The truth is, we're not perfect. We never will be, regardless of how we try. How smart or good-looking we are, how many advantages we start with, is not going to happen. Nobody is. It's not a destination. You can't reach it. It's a standard. It's a standard. It's supposed to be this impossible standard to push us to go for something better. Perfection is not commodity either. It's not something you can buy. It's definitely not something someone can give you. It's one thing to be motivated and it's another thing to be delusional about and allow this idea of perfection to consume us. As old saying goes, to hit the moon, you have to aim for the sun. Again, perfection is just a standard, not a destination, nor a comedy. The only thing that you have is yourself. As clear on, you know, be clear on who you are. Be clear about the standards and the ideas inside your head. If perfection is part of your standards, you should limit it to that role alone. It's supposed to lift us up and inspire us. It's supposed to make us push for ourselves to become better than we normally set up for. It's not supposed to beat us down and burn us up. Worst of is not supposed to make us slave to other people's expectations. The worst thing that we can do is let people's expectations of perfection for us become our identity. Raising my hand here, okay? I wish I could tell you that this is something that most people are conscious of. I wish this was something that was easy to identify and move away from. Unfortunately, it's like a cancer. It grows on us. And unless we're mindful of what we actually think about ourselves and our place in this world, it creeps up on us. Sooner or later, perfection becomes part of our identity and it starts eating us from the inside out. Let go of it all. You lose nothing when we do that. Instead, we're gaining self-acceptance. Perfection can be toxic, and if we hold it in our hands, we might be thinking we have control over it. However, the more we press on it, the more it burns. And remember, part of acceptance is uh, embracing our flaws. So if we, we have to let go of that perfectionism, right, in order to embrace our flaws. So there's no shame in acknowledging them. If anything is, the more we deny them, the stronger they get, the more we believe they don't exist, the bigger and bigger they have their impact on our lives. We have to turn that around now and look at them straight in the eye. What are the things that hold you back? What are the things you're embarrassed about? What are the things that make you feel small, awkward, and incomplete, de- defective? At this point, it's all subject- subjective. List them out. Write the first thing that comes to your mind. Next, ask yourself the question, are there flaws because other people told, it, told you they were flaws? Okay? It takes quite a bit of work, but it works. How much, as much as we love our parents, they're also the number ones who his kids have, this, have, have problems, Right? Of course, they don't mean to burden children. They definitely don't mean to give them emotionally damaging or toxic ideas, how it goes with, that, with the territory. After all, hurt people hurt the ones they love the most. Maybe they say things out of anger or frustration. 
Maybe you misunderstood them. Whatever the case, oftentimes family is the number one source for ideas of regarding our flaws. If we want to go through your memory and ask yourself, are these flaws of mine there because people told me they were flaws? This is key. The next question that we need to ask ourselves is whether these flaws really hold us back. Do they really trip us up on our way to success? Do they really make us look bad, perform bad, think bad about ourselves? Oftentimes, we blow things out of proportion. As I mentioned earlier, you know, as we look at certain things in our life, read meanings into them that may not have evidence. This might not be objectively true. Now's a good time to look at the things that you think are personal flaws and ask yourself, are these really negative? For example, if your cousin sees you that you had big eyes, do they really hold you back? Are those big eyes? Are big eyes all that rare and yours really all that big? Similarly, if someone said to you in the past that your forgetfulness makes you look dumb, ask yourself, based on the tests that you've done, grades you succeeded in, you successfully passed, as well as maybe do you have a degree at things that you've done, things that you've actually accomplished, focus on the results. Don't focus on the, how the negative feels. Don't focus on how long you felt negativity about a perceived fault, flaw. Focus instead on what actually happened. At that point, you realize that a lot of your flaws are flaws because other people told you they were. A lot of your faults are not really faults because they don't, don't hold you back. Focus on what actually happened. The next question is to ask yourself um, for others who like involves the true impact. So do you understand the impact on you? If there's an impact... Are you exaggerating it? So let me clarify this a little bit. For example, if you stutter, you may think that this makes you look ridiculous. But you may be very cute. You may have a great sense of humor. You may have a weird, have a weird take on things. You attract people. Similarly, when you keep your mouth shut, a lot of people already think you're very smart. Funny how that works. Ask yourself, what is the real impact of these flaws? And am I blowing things out of proportion? Am I assuming the worst out of them? Again, filter out the flaws that should not be there. It may turn out that even something you can objectively be a flaw, right? It can, can objectively be a flaw. It doesn't really have that much of an impact. So it shouldn't be on your list right now. There should only be a few items on your list. However, when you're done, there will be some. Ask yourself, how do these remaining flaws prevent me from reaching my full potential? The answer should be obvious. If you want to truly reach your full potential, you have, you have no excuse. You really don't, right? For example... If your flaw is that you tend to be forgetful, well, there are always workarounds. You can carry sticky notes. You can have daily reminders. You can have on your mobile phone. You can have a wrap piece of string around your finger to remind you, uh, you know, that you need something. There's always a workaround. Just because you can't get through the front door doesn't mean that the side door is off limits. Just because you can't get in today doesn't necessarily mean tomorrow is not uh, is a non-starter. You get the picture, right? Finally, even if I have these flaws. Right, ask yourself, even if I have these flaws, what is the price that I'm paying for letting them hold me back from achieving my dreams? Focus on what you stand to lose because that's the only thing that will, um, you know, it's the only thing that you will leave this life with, you guys, right? A worthy life. I ask you, like, pause this right now and do those things, you guys. Do it. It makes a big difference. If you were with me in empowerment coaching, I would be having you do those things. Some of the foundational things that we do, okay? These are real things I give you, the real things I do with real people that work, that improve with myself and proven with others. So, did you try it? Did you give it all you got? 
Do you make it that far despite what other people says, despite the opposition, obstacles that you put in your own way? That is the essence, you guys, of living a worthy life. After I've given what I stand to lose, is it worth it to crush these flaws? Either you overcome them or you redefine them, you guys. Um, I remember me and this woman. She had amazing eyes, but she had a hoarse laugh. For the longest time, she's very shy. She told me she was so afraid that the guys she liked would turn the other direction and leave. And when she learned how to crack jokes and use it as the centerpiece of her jokes, she actually became the most attractive woman in the room as she walked into. What kind of flaw are you apologizing for and making excuses? Use the use what I say above. You might have something you know, you might have something that is far from a flaw. It may turn out to be the gem that makes you shine. Okay, so don't apologize for them. Embrace them. There's so much more. Um, so a lot more to flaws. I actually have um, a week-long course that I talk about flaws, okay? And so, um, so much there. So that Reboot You is really the place to be on that kind of stuff. But I had to put it in here because I think it's so important that no matter what, that everyone understands that we have to realize that within within our realm we have to find out who we really are right we have to understand our limits within that we have to learn what our flaws are stop stop attaching what other people put upon us let go of that perfection right and start living within who we truly are aligned with ourselves love and accept ourselves okay and if we want to accept ourselves we have to do it now stop playing games there'll never be a perfect time you know, in life to do this, it'll be never, well, actually, right now, we have plenty of time, a lot of us, so this might be the perfect time, if there ever was one, um, if you're listening when we're in the COVID, COVID-19 virus, um, the fact is that, you know, we give ourselves excuses time and time again, you know, why we don't have to start, I know, you know, this is, it's not pleasant to go down this road, you guys, I'm not going to say it is, it's, You know, we tend to run into all sorts of truths we've been avoiding this whole time. But that's precisely what makes it so urgent. Remember, we have one life to live. Make it count. Make it count to that one person that truly matters in your life. That one person, of course, is you. Start today. Go down this path. Message me if you would like information on my Reboot You course. It starts in a week. And if you would like in on it. Because I keep it to a limited number of people within each one. Because um, I, I, you get me live, okay? This is me in there. This is not some automated thing. Um, let me know. That way I could walk beside you. Or if you want one-on-one. One my one-on-one empowerment coaching. There's great deals on packages right now I have going on that. Reach out to me. But now, don't do this. Like, I waited way too long to go back to myself, okay? It's never too late. But there are years I can't get back. And though I'm thankful for everything I've been through because it's made me who I am and I would not change any of it because I know it's made me who I am. The only thing that I wish I could tell my 18-year-old self is go back there and tell her, girlfriend, just be you. Embrace you. There's nothing wrong with you. Because it would have saved me 20 years of some things that I don't think I had to go through, but life that I did. And now I'm using them to help other people. And I want to help you. So make sure you reach out to me if you'd like more information on Reboot You. Just simply um, in the show notes, there's a link you can click to sign up. Or you could just message me um, at 180fit at gogenfitness.com. 
uh, and put reboot you and I'll get you the information or text me 214-957-8268. But the link that's in the show notes, if it is there, then there's an active page up right now that you can go to to sign up for my next reboot you and find out more information. All right, you guys, thanks so much for listening. Embrace you because there's only one you and this world needs you. And the only way to that worthy life is to be 100% you. Thanks for listening today. Once again, this is Jen with 180 Fit. Be kind, be brave, live authentically, and always shine. Until next time, go live the fit life.